0: Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today, we're gonna to talk about the differences between being a trader and an investor in the way that we approach the markets. We're also gonna talk about the power of confirmation bias as both a negative and a positive. Now, if you're new to the podcast and you like what you see, there's a lot more episodes you can check out. I also have a YouTube channel where I do weekly videos. Just YouTube search Akil Stokes, make sure you subscribe and hit that bell. That way you don't miss my next upload. Darren chimes in, Darren says, I think that's a good way of looking at it. Your job is just to perform analysis, not necessarily bullish or bearish analysis, but as an independent observer, and then based on what you find, you make decisions with that information. Yeah. I, you know, I always say, Darren, because I, I have experience and, and you do, too. But, you know, I started off as an investor. And typically as an investor, you're always buying. Right. Typically as an investor, you're always buying. So I, I always I always had this this bias of like I didn't know any I didn't know any better. You just buy you wait for things to get short or sell to a cheap price. and Then you, you buy. And. In investing you always took a personal stake in the company right so you know here we've been teaching you guys about technical analysis right we we use technical analysis first you can sprinkle fundamental analysis second if you want to for me investing was a different story right it was all fundamental analysis first and then technical second so i had to have a fundamental reason to invest in the company and then i would use the technicals to kind of pinpoint you know where i'm interested to get involved that i do that to this day where you know we have fundamental views of something and then we wait until certain levels are hit. Key levels where we think we're gonna get the cheapest price and then we load up at the cheap price and hopefully watch it rally. Trading, we're more like a mercenary. Right? I come into the market as a trader, I can I I I don't care if the dollar's strong, I don't care if the dollar's weak. I don't care if the pound yen is in a bullish trend or a bearish trend. I do not care. All I care about is looking for opportunities for me. So selfish, right? That is, all I, that is all I care about. If we're going to go up, how can I get involved in the up move? If my analysis says we're likely to go down, how can I get involved in a downward move? That is all I care about. And I, I love the way you put it, Darren. Independent observer. right? We are, we are independent auditors. We have no stake in this game. We don't care whether this company fails or it succeeds. We're just here to look at... Look at the look at the data in front of us and make the decision based on what that data tells us. No emotional feelings at all towards it. That is a great way of putting it. Darren says, but if you go into analysis already thinking I'm a bullish trader, then you're naturally going to find bullish opportunities. And that's that. If you guys remember. That's the confirmation bias we spoke about before. I suffered from this greatly in the beginning of my my trading. I suffered for this greatly at the beginning of my trading. Darren said, I noticed that too, when I started going into equities after spending most of my time in the Forex market. In Forex, I was just analyzing. Um, in equities, I found myself trying to convince myself for a bullish outlook. Yeah, and 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 what I did beginning of my trading career, and this is the part of being alone, which sucks, right? Because not a lot of people trade. Um, usually, I, w- I would say nine out of 10 people in here are probably alone. Would I be correct in saying that? That nine... Nine out of 10 of you guys don't know anyone, like a, a close friend that actually you can talk to about trading. Right. You're alone. So what do we turn to? Right. We Well, we turn to one or two things. Right. We we turn on the TV or the Internet and we start watching Bloomberg, Reuters, right. CNBC, whatever it may be. We want to be kind of in the trading mix, feel like traders or we go to trade forms or whatever on social media, you know, WhatsApp or something like that. Right. And. In either of those places, we hear a lot of junk because people like to talk, right? On TV, it's a business. It's a business. They have to talk, right? They're sell- they're selling an entertainment service. They have to talk. Funny story. I don't know if I told you this, Darren. So I got invited to go. To, I, I, I still feel like this was a mistake, but I, I stick to my principles. I got invited to go on Real Vision uh i don't know if you guys are familiar with real vision i got i got i got invited to go on real vision and do analysis and i had to tell him no last minute because there was there was nothing of interest like the, there was nothing of interest in the market and i refused to go on there and just like talk for the heck of it like because it would be very boring right it, it had i had to pick a specific pair i can only stick to that pair and all this fun stuff and if i would have went on there i would have been like this Hey Akil, what do you think about the dollar of Canada? I got nothing. Back to you, Jim, right? <laughs> so like, but <laughs> that's why I say I would, I would never be on TV. Uh, Cuz it would it would be the it would be the most awkward like, hey, we got to fill. We got to fill another 30 seconds here. <laughs> uh, yeah what do you think about a bullish opportunity Ah, nah probably not what do you think about a bearish well we have, if we're not bullish we have to be bearish right eh. and then we just have that weird awkward look you know i don't know what to do with my hands so i'm just like twiddling them in my like my pockets do that little heel toe dance where you lean back and forth right we've all been there right and Billy says, I can explain why there's nothing, but that doesn't sell on TV, right? CNBC's job isn't to tell you why there's nothing. It is to tell you what to do. People don't chime in to hear that there's nothing in the market. People want to hear gold is on fire, oil, bullish, like they, that's what people want to hear. It is an entertainment business. It's not real trading. Like that's what That's what they want to hear. Why do you think Jim Cramer is so you know, popular? Bells and whistles and noises and, and, and stuff popping up, right? People like that type of stuff. People like that type of stuff. Yeah. Put in the word crisis or crash. Oh, now you got me going. They'll, they'll be in my earpiece. Just, just say crash. Just say there's a crash, man. Just say there's a crash. Like we'll, we'll make up a reason for it later. Just say it. Just say it. I'm like, no, I'm not going to say there's a crash. Ah, oh, you said it. Gotcha. Um, but when you, when you spend time listening to this stuff and you listen to forms, you get this confirmation bias. If enough people are saying, man, we should buy the euro dollar. Yeah, we should buy the euro dollar. Hey, did you hear a guy? Got to buy the euro dollar. Hey, CPI coming out tomorrow. Got to buy the euro dollar. Right. We, we start hearing this stuff enough. What starts going into our head? We start thinking to ourselves, man, I got to buy the euro dollar. And then and we don't even notice that coming into our head. But then we take that to the charts. Like Darren said, we take it to the charts and then we're only looking for reasons to buy. We're ignoring everything that says sell because we only want to buy and we're blinded. And that is a massive problem. That is a massive problem. You get the same thing in chats and whatnot too. Yes, we got to get rid of that confirmation bias. We have to be independent observers. That that means don't care what I say, don't care what Darren says, what Charles says, don't care about the TV says, base it off of our analysis. And that's why it's so critical that we do analysis the same way, right? You remember the formula, consistent analysis plus consistent execution equals consistent results. If you're consistent in analysis, you will look at things the same way. You look for the same things every single time. You're uncompromised. That CTS system we talked about, right? You're going through your checks. One, two, three, four, five. You're uncompromised. If then, if then, you're uncompromised. That's why it's so important. You need to bring that consistency. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you want more educational content, make sure you check out our website, www.tier1trading.com. You can check out our services as far as coaching and mentorship. You can also play around with some of the stuff we offer as far as workshops, webinars, and of course that 14 day trial membership. That way you can get a feel for what we teach, how we teach, and what our community is like before you make any type of investment. That's www.tier1trading.com. If you're serious about becoming a consistently profitable trader, I suggest you check it out.